Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. in NRL Supercoach are incoming. Bringing you the ultimate insight to help you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight NRL Show with your hosts, Brain, Metrics, and Whisperer. Yes, we are live. Welcome back to the Insight NRL show. We're talking all things week two from the preseason challenge. That's all done and dusted now, and there's plenty to talk about, and we'll cover it all. I'm your host, the SC Brain, SC Matrix, SC Whisperer uh, with me, Josh. How are you going, mate? We had a, a pretty big weekend of football and an added little World Club Challenge game to watch this morning. Absolutely. I didn't uh, I didn't have waking up at 6 a.m. on a really nice Sunday to watch two teams I don't care about on my bucket list, but it was a good game to watch apart from the refereeing. Um, but yeah, good weekend of footy. We're into the home stretch now. Um, so yeah, really, really big week ahead. And Matrix, you would have... Um, obviously, your Broncos are on a plane or probably in Vegas by now. Um, so you got to watch the reserve grade team run out. Did you, uh, did you watch much of it? I mean, we are the um, preseason champs, preseason challenge champs. I tell you what, that hundred k is going to go a long way for one of the richest clubs in the um, in the competition. Um, but look, we we rolled out the reserve grade team and and went all right. Corey Pax looked like a man among boys there for a while. I will make it. I will make it known that every world club, sorry, every preseason challenge winner has gone to miss the semis uh, that year. So. I'd like to. I, I mean, I can I can have a little bet with you if uh, you want to know if you want to no, bet against the Broncos yeah. making um, the semis. You said you said that the hundred k will go very far. You, you realize that your team is on a plane to Vegas. I think it may last a night or two. That's generous. Yeah. I hope they give it to the kids. I hope they yeah. give it to the people that were. I'm not meaning the kids of Brisbane. I mean the people that played footy on the weekend because I'd I'd heard of about three of them. Same same. Delaware's Twitter, hundred hundred k straight to his bank account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Guys, um, before we jump into things, the show is brought to you by the Standard Squeeze and Rye from Astute Newstead. Make sure to drop your questions in. We know we're going to get a ton. We will do our best to cover as many of them as possible that come through in the live. Uh, so chuck them in there and let us know how your team's shaping up and whether you have any uh, any questions for TLT that is not far away. And I'm fucking very nervous about it. I'll give you the red hot tip. Um, <laughs> guys, hit subscribe and like as well if you haven't already. If you're new to the show, welcome. Um, hit that little button underneath and, and show your support and then you'll get a little notification that says we're going live or we've got a new video up and you won't miss another one ever again. 
Now, um, the free league code is 77741. That's our unlimited league for insight. SC Champions Ring goes to the winner and an $80 prize pack from the standard squeeze goes to the top scorer every single week. So thanks to those guys for supporting the show. Uh, we've got some questions coming in, which is great. So keep them coming and we'll cover them all at the end of the show. We won't kind of chop them up through the middle unless it's relevant to what we're talking about. But unfortunately, there were a few injuries this week. So let's cover those. Not quite a broken leg, but uh, Taruva, bit of a knee stiffness. He went down and kind of had a bit of a, a knee in the ground kind of contact injury there. And NRL physio said PCL potentially from last year and seems to be a bit stiff, Josh, from last year, but not really much to worry about with Taruva potentially. Yeah, just a re-aggravation of what he did last year, but all the talk is he should be sweet for round one which puts a big dent in our Paul Alamotti plans that Matrix presented to us at the very start of, uh, of, of, of December. But while we are talking about the World <laughs> Club Challenge, I just want to give our mate uh, SA Brain a bit of a shout-out. We were all on the, uh, the tail and May right-centre bandwagon, but, uh, mate, on the money, left-centre lined up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just uh, had a text message from uh, Ivan last week, and, uh, yeah, he gave me the tip-off, so... Uh, don't expect any more tip-offs, so because that's a blatant lie. But no, I, I think it's just more uh, Tango playing right center last year at the back end of the year. I think maybe that was just a tip-off that maybe he'd want to stay there. Um, but look, it's it's great for us as Taylor and May owners because we prefer him on the left, wouldn't we? It seems to be the the dominant side for most teams to go from right to left. Yeah, I think I think left wing is the gold mine just because we saw how 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 involved those back three were with the kicks, but. I mean, yeah, we'll touch on his game when we get to the World Club Challenge, but he was exceptional for his first game back in uh, nearly 15 months. So uh, longer than that, actually, good. would have been nearly 16 months. So really, really uh, good. Um, for the Sharks, Braden hamlin Ueli looked like he picked up a bit of a, a knee knock and could be out for multiple weeks. Um, so, you know, the likes of uh, Cam McInnes, Royce Hunt, uh, Toby Rudolph, all those guys sort of go up. Um, we'll touch on those stocks soon. Um, unfortunately, Jacob Little... <laughs> We were we were all in the bandwagon for the first half. The Discord was pumping. Uh, everyone thinking Little was going to be the next Messiah. Everyone's like, oh, can we actually – because this is a relevant option. Is he going to play you 80 were. minutes? You were thinking um, he was the next Messiah. I'm in your group, Cats. Yeah. I, 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 definitely, I definitely poured some gasoline on that fire, and then it's only to see him um, – yeah, because the, the stat was something like when he played 70-plus minutes, he averaged like 64, which is unreal. But, yeah, potentially going for scans – uh, on his hamstring, you know, if it's a minor strain, two to four weeks, there was already concerns over Maholland playing a little bit off the bench. They seem to love him. Um, Jesse Marsh, he was also there as well, but I probably can't go there with the split TLT. You want to have a bit more flexibility if, you know, shit does pop up and you don't want to have a 400k hooker there and you're stuck with them that you need to move off. So probably just let him go through to the keeper. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Uh, Matrix, we've got two, uh, well, I won't say confirmed ACLs, but potential ACLs, unfortunately. It looks like the season could be over for Cohen Hess and Tom Gilbert, which is disappointing for them, but might open some doors super coach wise for us. Uh, what are your thoughts on these two? Yeah, look, disappointing. Um, like Gilbert has to just be one of the best blokes that just is on a terrible run at the moment. Um, as a Queensland fan and just a fan of footy in general, um, yeah, was hit me right in the feels that one. Um, yeah, Cohen Hess. I suppose the it's still to come out whether it's a whether it's an ACL, but it didn't look good. Um, 
I suppose who benefits from this going forward? Um, I suppose you'll have to have a chat to Uncle Wayne, but I'd love to see a Ray Stone jewel or something again. Oh, hook a, hook a two RF jewel. Sign me up. Oh, so I was calling you. Didn't know how good we had it. I was calling him Ray Mustone uh, last year. With the, <laughs> he was like 240k. Um, popped out a 40 average, which was not, which was nice. But um, yeah, we'll talk on that because there's been a little bit of of flagler chat. Uh, and lastly, Charles Dickel-Cluckstar obviously got that hemi slash back issue. There's mixed reports saying round one. There's other reports saying round four, round five. Um, yeah, I know it doesn't really change anything for RTS. Um, Webster's come out and confirmed he's going to be playing left center no matter what happens. Um, but to a peak, he could be, could become an option. He's 277K, center wing uh, and fullback dual, which is nice. Um, you may only get the one or two price rises out of him, but then the question becomes... Is that enough with how little cheapies we have? And I think it is, um, especially with how well someone like Ethan Strange played today. There's a world where you could run to a peaky for the first three weeks and then flip to a Strange. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll touch on that afterwards. Yeah, there's there's a lot of talking points here and a lot of moving parts, and we'll, we'll do our best to, to touch on all of those. But uh, let's rip into the games that have gone this weekend. So... First one we can skip over. Not really super coach relevant. Roosters 46, Souths 10. I mean, they, they rolled out basically their their Reggies, which is understandable considering they're on a plane or they're already in Vegas um, getting prepared for the weekend. So we can move through that one. Um, Sharks 12, Bulldogs 6 was a bit of a bludger of a game. And in, in a game that was so super coach relevant, I, I reckon there was a lot going on here that we were watching. Uh, it, it was a little bit of a, a disappointing outing, I guess, Matrix, wasn't it, to, to get things started is there anybody on your super coach watch list here that went up in stock oh actually nobody went up in stock from this maybe maybe the fish if we want to talk about the fish because i think i think um i, I think the as salmon yeah the more that we talk about the fish the less i am currently interested in current yeah and that's i guess the question mark now isn't it because it just seems like Salmon, Curran, Man, like those those three guys just shared the one role there. Josh, are there any concerns? Is it? Uh, I think I saw something you put up on X saying that Curran's still an option, and I'm, I'm, I tend to agree with you. Um, he he looked great off the bench. It all just depends on how many minutes he's going to get and what his role looks like. Yeah, so I don't really pay attention to minutes because there's a lot of moving parts and interchanges don't get announced, but I knew this game would be very relevant. Um, so I did document the minutes for people. Um, so Max King played 23 and 23, so a 46-minute uh, overall. Um, Sam Hughes played 17 and nothing. Um, Josh Curran played 25 and nothing. Uh, the Fish played 28 and 12. Uh, Kurt Mann played 12 and 28. So those two basically had that rotation. Um, Policy Farmer Suli played 15, 17, and then three came on right at the back end for a total of 35 minutes. And Marnie played uh, 40 plus 19, so 59 minutes for Marnie. Look, I'm pretty happy just to double everyone's workload. Um, so Hughes, 17 times 235. Curran, 50 minutes. Salmon, probably 45, 50. Man is whatever. Um, Farmer Suli probably is 25, 30. Like, it's not great, and it probably dents... Like, we're not saying Sam Hughes is a, a not, not known, but it probably just dents the, the front row forward two discussion. Just for me, uh, anyway. Um, as for Josh Curran, yeah, looked really good. He scored... I have the scores here. Um, so Josh Curran scored 52. That was with a try assist and a linebacker assist. 
but still scored 32 in 25 minutes, which is is fine. Like if he's playing 50 minutes um, through the middle, I think he's going to you know average 55. It's not quite the heights of what we wanted, but definitely still presents some value. Yeah, I, everyone was hoping for this 60 minute starting lock, Josh Curran, and we haven't got that. But I, you know, I don't know whether his scoring is going to take too much of a hit. I think he's going to play a similar, um, he's going to have similar output. It's just going to be a little bit of a different role than what we expected. We spoke about this with uh, with um, Terrell May and like the psychology of just getting over your player's number not being 1 to 13. Um, I think he'll be fine, especially if they start Pharmacilli. Like if they're just going to have Pharmacilli as a starter to take the impact out, like you're fine with it. Um, Max King, 44 and 46 minutes. Are we concerned a little bit or, you know, just a hit out? Nah, I'm not no. concerned at all. I think he's still a great option. Um you look at 46 minutes, it's a trial. Like, we, yes, we, we put a fair bit of stock into these trials, but at the end of the day, these coaches are just going to want to see what they want to see. And they probably saw enough from him. Two 23-minute stints. It's, I don't know about you guys, but it's bloody – it was 34 degrees the other day here in Sydney. Like, for the most part, these games, you're going to get less uh, impact from these forwards initially in, uh, in trials. They're not going to put them out there for 60 minutes or 55 minutes at prop in 30-degree scorching heat. So I'm not overly concerned with that. I think King's still a great option if you can get to him. Um, boys, the, uh, the Trindle – uh, do I run Trindle at uh, second halfback? Seems to be maybe de- we could could we call it debunked, Matt? Um, Fifteen super coach uh, points, no Nico there, so he was the guy in this game and he didn't really deliver. You guys really know my thoughts on Trindle. I've probably talked way too much about Trindle off air, but yeah, I just don't think that he's that good. I think like when it actually comes down to it, he'll be a passenger in Nico's world. We're just all living in it. Like it's fine in a you know, in a all-stars game, which was a glorified trial and a great thing in itself, but that's all it is. Like, it's just another trial game that was happening. Um, and he looked really good. Um, yeah, look, he's not super coach relevant in any way, shape or form. And I think that you really need to take a good, long, hard look at your lineup. If you're starting Trindle. You said that it was, um, debunked due to this guy. I think it was debunked when the app opened, like, Matrix and I have not been keen on Trindle one bit whatsoever. Um, from the back line, I mean, Talakai and Ramian both were not good. I thought Kaylee Eero had a really good game this week, um, much better than what he had last week. We saw Teague Wilton back to his sort of line running best. He was very popular last year and obviously had his season taken away through injury. Um, but I do want to talk about Cam McInnes because it looks like he was playing a little bit of hooker. There was some talk uh, on the radio that he was training more at hooker this year. So is Braley, like the 80-minute Braley sort of, not on the cards. And if McInnes is playing a little bit of nine, um, does that boost his stocks? He is, you know, mid 500s, which is pretty, pretty expensive. But, you know, if he's pumping out 60, 65 minutes, um, he'll be named as co-captain this year as well. Like, is there any love for McInnes over someone like a Cotter? I know they're, you know, picked in different positions, but if you're paying, say, 400 for a Satili Supernua and a 550 for a Cotter, or would you rather pay 550 for a McInnes and like a, you know, 400 for, for May? Cam McInnes from last year is a bit of our love child, isn't he, Matt? Like, he, we just loved everything about Cam McInnes. As soon as we saw him named in the 13 and we, you know, he, there was a few games there in the middle of the season where he, played near on 80 minutes. He broke the tackle record in one of those games last year. Um, mm-hmm. Ken McInnes is a weapon. He's a gun. 
if he gets the minutes. That's the question mark. We know that it's not going to be pretty. We know that there's not going to be a lot of attacking stats, but the bloke just works his ass off in the middle of the field. He'll take his runs. He'll make 60 tackles. Um, if he gets the role, I'd definitely say he's an option. The only thing deterring me at the moment is the price at five ninety nine. Like we're, we're basically paying 600K for Cam McInnes. So you're going to need 59 to cover that. And I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'd rather spend in that 400s matrix and, and maybe get the upside of a Highland Lukey or someone like that. You know, on my wish list is that, yes, they tried Cam McInnes at hooker a lot more in these trials so that he walks in, gets a hooker jewel, and I just set and forget the whole fucking year, baby. Like, oh, that would just be a world I want to live in. Um, it's not going to happen. Um, but if he is playing these, oh, what are we thinking, 10, 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes and give Braley a rest, I, and he gets that hooker jewel, like, tell me you're not wanting to finish the year with him as your second hooker. Oh, if he gets a hooker jewel, absolutely. But I just don't know whether he does. I, I don't know whether he covers enough minutes I, I feel like maybe it's a 10 minute stint to give Blake Braley a rest I think that's kind of all it'll be I don't know whether it'll be any more if it is fuck yeah I'm, I'm on board mm -hmm. I love that but if it's going to be Braley playing 80 minutes pretty much his whole career and then like what are they just going to drop him to be a 60 minute guy now that that won't happen that is the trend like they just seem to like these coaches don't seem to value the 80 minute hooker that much anymore yeah yeah, you are right. I wanna I wanna talk about a man who won't play eighty minutes, um, and that's Royce Hunt, priced at three hundred and thirty three k. Scored a forty one in this game, which yeah, sure. But with the news that Hamlin ULA is out, look, Hunt has always struggled for minutes. He doesn't have a huge motor, um, but you know he only averaged twenty five minutes a game last year. Priced at thirty three. In games over thirty minutes, he's actually been like not elite, but very very good. So in games over thirty minutes last year, he went thirty nine sixty. 70, 41, uh, and then the year before that, he w went on some kind of historical run at the end of the season. 82, 97, 45, 55. He's got an amazing PPM. Like Historically, over the last four years, it's been 1.3, which is immense. I don't expect him to be playing big minutes, but if Royce Hunt can get a 30-minute roll, especially with Hamlin ULA out, for 333K, if he's getting you 45 points, 42, 43 points, man, like that's intriguing for me. Like I know it's a, a bit of a punt, especially with them not running a, a backup hooker that most teams run. Um, but still like 30 minutes, 35 minutes for Royce Hunt is really, really intriguing. Yeah. It's the Terrell May effect, isn't it? Like, can he, he's starting, which is even better. Um, but can he get the 30, 35 minutes? And um, with Braden Hamlin, Ueli going down, there's definitely now a, a, a chance. We can see a path to minutes now for Royce Hunt being relevant. Um, and you're right. We only need to see potentially 45 um, or 40 to even be relevant. What's he priced at a 32? So if he gets you a 45 priced at a 32, it's 13 points of upside. You move him on to then to one of these either fallen front row forwards that don't start the season well, or you can kind of go to the next option that, kind of rose in price alongside him. So I like it. And a 45 is only 34 minutes for him as well. So it's not like you're asking for, you know, it's, it's not like a Tom Flegler. It's not like a Tom Flegler where you're asking for 50, 60 minutes to become 10 points of value when you need 34 minutes out of, out of uh, Royce Hunt. And yeah, genuinely considering it, um, much prefer him over Spencer Lenu, who was the same price. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think he could like, and I'd, 
Would you rather spend the extra 60K and get him over Willison? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I mean, Willison, the minutes, maybe not there. What does he get? 20, 25 max, which gets him, what, 35. So you may be 10 points of upside for both, but I feel like maybe with Royce Hunt starting and with BHU going down, maybe there's more relevance there for Royce Hunt. I, I actually, yeah, I probably would spend up, to be honest. It's just an awkward position front row forward this year, isn't it? It's one of those ones where you look at it and you go, I can't find one option that I like that isn't less than 550K. Yeah, I just think like you're talking about that 60K there, like when you can spend that 60K in your center wing and get, you know, uh, maybe one of these, a Kane Bradley or a, or a Leia Tua, which have all these question marks about them, nearly all the way up to a Bostock, or you can get a, a Curran that has all these question marks about them and get them up to like a Luki or a Firma. I just think that that 60K is better spent elsewhere other than front or forward at the moment. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we are getting a couple of questions just about dual positions. Um, dual positions will be added tomorrow, guys. Um, Tom Sangster came out and said that all the dual positions will be added and all the players that aren't in the game will be you know, topped up. And then it's round six, round 12, and round 18. That's when all your dual positions for the season get updated. So I just wanted to quickly touch on that before we move into sure. the... Yeah, do we have anything else? Uh, I mean, on this game? I mean... Uh, Bronson Jerry? Yeah, Bronson he was good. His workload was good. I'm actually like more impressed by seeing him taking those hard runs out of his own end. Like he, his workload was huge. He took a lot of runs. I think 150 odd meters. Um, I, I was impressed. It's more just a matter of. Uh, okay, let me ask you this: In where we look at the center wing, and there are so many spots that we're looking at that going. Do they even win that spot? You know, anybody sub 300k. There's not really much certainty around that price range. 345k for him. If he starts in round one and it looks like he's locked down that center spot, is he a go? Do we just lock him in and just hope for the best? Do we pay an extra 30 to go from Salmon to Jerry? No, yeah. I'd, prob- I'd, r- I'd probably just spend the extra 30 and go from Bostock to Jerry, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Bostock, Bostock scored two tries and had a line break during the trials and scored a 41 and a 42. Um, so not great. Um, and yeah, lots of reliance was- on attacking stats. Tessie New is no playmaker by any means. So it's, um, yeah, I actually don't mind just spending up and getting Zeri if you have the money. And it's a problem. One, a lot of us don't. One more I've seen in a lot of teams, like 15% owned at the moment, is Drew Hutchison. Um, like, I know he's a halfback playing center wing, but do we really think he's going to, you know, average 45? Like, is Zeri just I, a better I, shout for the same price? I've, I have mixed feelings on Hutchison now. He, he scored kind of high on him initially. Twenty-eight with a line break, boys. It's, the base <laughs> yeah. wasn't there, obviously. But no. how, how good are the Bulldogs going to be again? Um, that becomes the question mark. We saw Burton take over a little bit more. His running game was quite good, Burton, the other night. Um, I, I thought anyway. Um, Hutchison seemed to be had more errors in him this game. Maybe he thought he could do a little bit more. So uh, maybe he was overplaying his hand a little bit. Also, there was some reports that um, Stephen Crichton was supposed to be playing fullback like this season, but had a quad injury that sort of hampered his preseason a little bit, um, which stopped the training at fullback because obviously it requires more work than playing centre. So Stephen Crichton to fullback could definitely be on the cards um, by sort of round eight, round nine, which could be enticing. Or it should be by round one because let's be fair to Blake Taff. He he was bloody ordinary the other night. Like... Mm. 
is it just maybe there is there panic stations there for the Bulldogs? Like surely they've got to look at this and go, look, we we need to play our best player in yeah, one of the most important like, positions. What's the best case for the Bulldogs? Eleventh? Like yeah. is it, is there any need to like rush Crichton to play fullback? Like just just suck and be content with sucking uh, until everything gels. That's a fair, yeah, fair argument. You know how you, you know how and Matt Burton's running game was really good. That is true because he's a center. Yeah, and we've said this. We said this last year that he was yeah. not the right guy to play in that role, especially when they moved into halfback and they wanted him to create more. It just didn't work. And yeah, boys, yeah. boys, Crichton the fullback, Burton left center, Sexton yep. Hutchinson half six and seven. Oh, get Sexton on. Natural Sexton Hutchinson six and seven. Burton left center, Crichton fullback. Sweet. Let Hutchison run the ball a little bit more, which naturally he does a lot better. Um, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm sure well, Sexton's the best half in the club, and he's sitting in reserve grade. So you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's see how TLT goes. Anyway, you never know. You might throw a few. Well, I don't know. You and I, you, you and I, you and I are praying, are praying for a Hutchinson naming because we want free beer. <laughs> we do want free beer. <laughs> We do. Um, guys, let's talk about the Insight Fantasy Sports Supercoach World Cup. It's it's making waves across the Supercoach community at the moment. And I'm sure that at some point or another, you've wondered whether you're the best Supercoacher out there. Uh, we're not just talking about NRL either. We're talking about four Supercoach sports. So NRL, BBL, AFL, and NBL. Uh, now, for the first time ever, we're going to find out who the best is of the world. So uh, the, the Supercoach World Cup is here. Over the next 12 months, we're going to be taking a tally of your rank, and that's going to be counted as a percentage of total players across all four sports. And it only costs you $10 to enter. It's not really going to cost you anything. 10 bucks is nothing. Uh, bloody expensive coffee in Bondi or uh, even, uh, what is it, a Zinger combo? I'm not, no extra burger on this one. No. You don't even need to buy, buy the extra burger. It's just a Zinger combo. Um, so next to nothing, the top 10 players are going to be paid out at the end of the NBL season in 2025 when that wraps up as well. So how to join, simply join the Discord and you'll see everything that you need to know in there to get signed up. Now, let's move on to the Storm and the Knights. Um, Storm 28 beat the Knights 10. Now, the, the one talking point here becomes people panicking about Harry Grant. The guy scored a try and a line break and it got 62, which doesn't blow me out of the water by any means. It doesn't really make me say Harry Grant is a must-have. Um, everybody starts to panic. It blows me out of the water considering he only played 40 minutes. That's yeah, don't care. 30, 33 points in 40 minutes. Like it's not, it's not the fact that Harry Grant is a must. It's just everyone else sucks. Like, everyone no, else. Right like yeah. I was very much anti like, oh, we can just get 50 points from our hooker. But there's a couple of guys in my team where I'm I'm saying to myself, oh, I'm happy with 50 from them. And how many of those guys can I be happy with until it just drives me insane and I shave my head from, like, tilt? <laughs> just go for I don't know. Harry looks... Yeah, yeah, literally. That'll be mean, like, around four when half my team gets dropped. I think Harry looks really good. And, like, yeah, the try, the 68, whatever. He played 40 minutes, um, was running really well. And if he's getting 33 points in 40 minutes in the middle of Suva or Nandi or wherever they played... And it's four thousand degrees. Like, what can he do on a Saturday night in fifteen degree Melbourne weather? He and he's the best hooker option uh, it, by hands down by a country mile. We know that. Well, the it, gap between him and JMK this week. Well, this trials like, JMK has not been impressive. These two trials and the gap now is just widening even more. Yep, yep. for sure. And like, so, uh, and I mean, you've spoken about this a fair bit through the pod this year so far, this preseason, where like the gap between a Grant and a Coruscant. 
let's just say for instance, right? Let's say that's 10 to 15 points um, between that price in 200K. The gap between a player or, or two players around the same price point of those two guys in center wing is going to be much bigger. So for me, are we, uh, I don't know, Matrix, what are you thinking with Hooker at the moment? Is it still just Coruscant and just, you know, you fade Grant to start the season and hope you pick him up later? Yeah, I think it is. I like nearly wanted to turn it off watching Coruscant on the weekend maybe, but um, I like I sit there at Hooker and filter by Hooker and like I don't like any of them. Like all these 80-minute hookers seem to be getting diminished minutes wise maybe we have a bit more of an idea i know what i'm going to get from an appy i don't know what i'm going to get from a harry grant every week i know that sometimes it's going to be magical um at risk of sounding like a massive harry potter fan but like sometimes it's just going to be amazing and he's going to score 144 and no other hooker can do that but yeah sometimes i think you're going to get your 40 from harry grant and it's going to ruin your week i think the extra points from Appy at goal kicker is a better way to go that way. And I was a JMK truther. I've always been looking for a way to not get Harry Grant, but JMK looks dog shit. Robson burnt me last year. It's Harry Grant or Appy or just tank it. Is that, is that a viable option this year, Josh? Just don't worry about hooker. Uh, I mean, like you, you could potentially pick Grant and then just who cares about your bench hooker? Because the question mark becomes if this hands and Lussick job share kicks in and Brad Arthur ruins our lives and names both of them, how do we approach it then? Do we need Harry Grant if we have literally no cheap bench hooker option? Well, that's the thing. Would you rather minute split for, for hands and Lussick for 350k each or would you rather a minute split for Levi and Starling and Levi's 219k? Like, I'd rather just take Levi in that instance. Yeah. Um, yep. And if that happens, and yet Grant becomes pretty much a must-have because of how fucked the position is. And that's the thing. Like, like I've been pretty, not anti-Grant, but I've always been like, we can do more with the money. But as we get closer and closer to the season, like, nothing is really enticing me. We still suck. We, as in the Tigers, like, we still suck. We can't score a try to save ourselves. And... I mean, Appy looked promising at times because, like, we, we are still looking for that short. But that's all we, we that's all we have to offer. We only have the short ball, uh, and Appy will benefit off that. Uh, I think he played something like 55, 60 minutes this game, scored 30 uh, against the Dragons, who unfortunately were my tip for the spoon. I think the spoon comes out of that game. It's not the Dragons, uh, unfortunately for us. But yeah, man, Hooker's Hooker's grim. Like I was keen a little because of the stats, but you know, if his hamstring injuries playing him up, then sweet. But like. I'm just looking at these NRL teams. Like, like who are we picking? Like, Wade Egan looked looked nice, but he's probably at value. JMK has not impressed me in the trial one, one bit. Damien Cook, we, we've already said, you know, Father Time's undefeated. And then what? Like, Jaden Braley is probably not going to play round one. If he does, he might play, you know, all of minutes. four minutes. Like, it's just... The the, che- the cheese is, is going to be split with, with Watson. Like I, I was half honestly as you were talking, I was like, "Fuck, may as well just go cheese." Really, I mean, Mitch, um, Mitch, if, Kenny, if you want to say Mitch Kenny made 60, 60 tackles in the World Club Challenge, but like that's not very fun to watch. Fifty eight. Yeah, just watching your hooker make tackle after tackle and provide no attack. It's it's grim. Like it's really it's really tough. grim. 
it's a tough position. Everyone's looking at Jacob Little for, for genuine reason the other night because they're like, if he just plays 80, he's fine. That's that's all we need. Um, but now there's question marks around that too. Yeah, I, look, honestly, like I won't lie. I have looked at how to get Grant in my team and um, it's it's tough, but it's doable. But you have to sacrifice elsewhere. I um, so if, if you can't tell in my, in my change of demeanor around Harry Grant, he's currently in my team. I had to sacrifice a premium center wing. And they're going to be volatile. They're probably going to average less than Grant for, you know, less money. But the positional advantage of Grant, it's just like... Lock and load. Leave him there. It's so tough. Like, Hooker is so, so tough this year. Like, yeah. Yep. Very You need to pick the best bloke, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, I I can understand that. I'm still on the Api Coruscant train. I I still have faith that um, as a goal-kicking hooker, it could work out. But... In saying that, it could hurt me too. But again, we haven't once talked about the fact that Harry Grant's got a really tough draw to start the season. The Melbourne Storm's draw is brutal. So that that's the reason why we faded initially, but now are we panicking a little bit and not thinking but about the draw? That, does that benefit? Because a tied forward pack, he's oh, sorry, a, a really, really big contest for the first half and then a really tired forward pack in the second half, like Grant could really go sniffing. Like I'm, I'm less keen on Pappenhausen, obviously, but like Grant, I think yeah. it could benefit him. Um, especially tied bodies around that rock. Yeah, the do- the draw doesn't affect Grant as much as it would Pappy, for instance. Yeah, for sure, agree with that. Um, let's let's move on. It's a it's a big talking point. I guarantee we'll be asking or sorry, answering a ton of questions next Tuesday night about Harry Grant. Uh, we'll save them for then. Uh, boys, panic stations on Sean Bloor though. We were pretty high on him, but it just looks like he's not even making this best seventeen, which is a concern. Yeah, I mean Kane Bradley season. Yeah, oh. he's in my team. Center wing. Thanks for coming. <laughs> um, can we let, let's move on from him? Uh, Adam Elliott looked great in uh, the time that he had on the field. You know what you're going to get with him more often than not. Um, I mean, they they named a bench that kind of suited him as well. So it'd be interesting to see whether they roll that bench out in round one uh, or whether the team stays relatively similar. Thoughts on Elliott? I know you're a big Elliott lover, Josh. So are we watching the same game? I I didn't really like watching him at all. Like... I, I thought he was good. He played 48 minutes for 33. Like, my, he, my, I, go. my my big like thing with Elliot was like, if we can get closer one PPM for 60 minutes a game, then then mad. But like 33 in, in 48 minutes was like, huh? Nah. I mean, for me, I, I don't know whether my standards are that high on Elliot because I don't really expect anything but just kind of tackling in the middle of the field. And the game didn't really suit that. Yeah, meat and potatoes footballer. He needs the grind, I guess, to, to be relevant. He needs that yeah, kind of back and, and these, forth. These twenty minute quarters don't help that. Um, no. So I can understand that from from that point. But like, yeah, I just think with how f- little cheapies we're gonna get, like, you're gonna five, need to downgrade there. Yeah, the five twenty for Elliot just looks le- like less appealing. Um, and then we've seen like Morgan Smithies today. Uh, at 345 could probably do the same thing for nearly 200k cheaper so like we'll touch on all that i'm sure we'll get plenty of questions about it but yeah maybe we were watching different games because elliot was straight out of my team he's not in my team either just so it's on the record um but i thought he was okay but lucas first kpp who won this battle matrix did you uh did you get a chance to kind of weigh it up because lucas started kpp did a little bit of work off the bench uh minutes were both there for both these guys but who do you think's won the round one spot I think Lucas will start, um, but I'm not sure that makes my mind up either way. I'm not sure actually who's better. 
Um, if Frizzell wasn't like, you know, maybe a little bit of a marquee player for the Knights, I would argue that they both should be nearly starting. They were, they've both been great all preseason, but I think that we'll see a minute split. I think that we'll see them chopping and changing a little bit, which makes it unpredictable for Supercoach, and I hate it. Um, so KPP played about 40, he scored 25 in that 40, which was nice to see, uh, looked really shaky to start with. Um, but you expect that for his first hit out in a new competition, but after that really came into his own, um, was being used a lot, a lot as a decoy, which wasn't great. Like he's such a big boy. You want to use him well. Uh, Lucas started obviously on the left, but came off and then shifted to the right when Frizzell came off. I'm not too sure if that's a, a telling sign, um, that they want to just keep KPP on the left because that's going to be his primary position and then they do see Lucas's cover. Um, but I do agree with Matrix. I do think that it will be a minute split to start with and I probably can't touch KPP just until we start to get some consistent 60-minute performances in his game. Yeah. Was there anything else to talk about from this game? Marju with a 13 after we spent yeah. a good half an hour hyping him up as the best center wing on the, on the yeah. podcast? I, I think he still is, personally. It's, it's preseason, not, man. It doesn't concerned. matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Keep that energy. Good. Keep that energy for the Tigers Dragons. We'll talk about them soon. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Warriors 34, Dolphins 22 in the next one. Tua Picky named at the back at fullback. And it looks like obviously RTS, like you mentioned, Josh, at the start is uh, locked into center. So Tua Picky probably gets the crack at number one to, to start the season. He got 22 points. Um, so obviously not amazing, but uh, we, you've got to pick him purely on roll. 277K, he'll cost you in your center wing. You can do worse, can't you? I only played half the game. Um, so I played 40 and then came off. So, you know, we can uh, assume a, a 44 pre-updates. Um, yeah, he's 277K. You may get one or two price rises out of him. Is that worth it? And I think with the lack of cheapies, it probably is. Um, you'd much rather start with him and then eventually trade him out than not start with him and then or, or start with enough and then have to waste a trade to get someone else in. But I think all eyes were on number four for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. All vibes, 77 points. Played half the game at fullback. Ran for over 200 meters. Looked unreal. He's, he, I wouldn't even say that he came straight into my team after this because I put him in beforehand. But I'm, I'm late on the RTS train. I saw the video. We spoke about it last week in the center wing pod. And... Um, I think he's a guy you're going to need to have. His ownership has gone up to 27.5% now. So it's gone up, I think, 8% in the last well, three, four days since everyone saw that he was given the the right to roam this season. And that might take time. We might not see a ton of that early on, but you're going to see a lot of it eventually. Um, don't expect him to play fullback, though, is probably the message. Um, they've said that he's not going to be doing that at all. But I think you can pick him at center regardless. Um, plenty of upside there with him priced at a, what, 54, I think. So yeah. Yep. Got to get him in your time. A couple of other good ones. I mean, Sean Johnson scored a uh, 63, just continuing where he got left off last year. Um, I was really, really impressed with the middles. Obviously, AFB being a premier middle, he's going to be great, of course. But Mitch Barnett, I thought, was really, really good. Probably too expensive for for classic, but a really good draft pick. Um, yeah, 83 points from him with a try. It looked, looked really good. Um, I actually thought man of the match was Maradani Corey off the bench. He looked very, very good at coming on as that middle Obviously, Kate, well, they brought him in to start, and Jackson Ford is very serviceable. So, Maradani Akori probably loses out, but he provided something off that bench that they hadn't had for a while. So, only something that probably Jazz Tavanga provides. 
Um, so it was good to have that sort of one-two punch off the bench. And I thought Nia Corey was excellent. And Nia Corey did that really well for Parramatta as well before he came over to New Zealand. So uh, they've got him back in that role now. And obviously it probably diminishes his super coach relevance a little bit. Um, we both started with Nia Corey last year, Matrix. And, uh, yep. you know, he, he did kind of, uh, it was a lot of peaks and valleys with, with his start before we moved him on. But he is capable of getting over the line and he's capable of doing a lot of work in the middle as well. I still think he's better than maybe a Jackson Ford, but like they sort of played him on the edge a bit this year. They brought him in in the middle, like Tohu's going to get his, but I do just wonder if like he can get in there and get those few more minutes, whether he could become a viable option later on. If Jackson Ford could hold the ball, he would have had three tries this game. He was getting put into holes all day long. Murata was good. <laughs> uh I thought Rocco Berry looks really good, which was disappointing because I also thought Aoi Leotawa also looks really good off the bench as well. Probably He probably doesn't get the start, um, yeah. and it's no fault of his own, but I think Rocco Berry played really well, and he'll probably keep the spot, um, which is unfortunate for Supercoach. And uh, Luke Metcalf needs to have uh, be part of this conversation, doesn't he, Matrix? Because uh, he may have found his way into your team a couple of times this weekend. At, at, at the behest of you and I, many times. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you guys think of um, think of Luke Metcalf? And then suddenly I get booted from the chat for 10 minutes after I get Literally the little Sindin gift. So. We, get, we, get a, we get a message from Matrix saying like, I know you guys will hate this, and then nothing for about three or four minutes. And Brandon and I think, oh, what the fuck is going to happen? And he's like, what if I get Metcalf for Dylan Brown? I was <laughs> Yuck. Look, it's it. become that crazy part of the season. I picked up Metcalf like with my last pick in actually, no, maybe Sam Verrills was my last pick of draft. But Luke Metcalf very late in draft. I think that he's won that sixth spot. And I just think that if the Warriors have that high octane attack at 450k, maybe somebody that you can look at, much like people were looking at like a Jaden Campbell or somebody like that. It was a little bit of a joke going Dylan Brown to him. But if you need somebody in that 450K, that mid-range 5'8", I was struggling a lot. Like I've got questions in the chat about Ezra Mam and and some of these mid-range 5'8s. I've really struggled with 5'8", so I've had to think a little bit outside the box, and I don't really hate Luke Metcalf. And he didn't ruin his chances today looking at his Supercoach score of 55, sorry, two days ago, um, looking at his Supercoach score of 55. Um, he's obviously the secondary playmaker in this team, but look, Luke Metcalf, I'm just saying let's let's just talk about him. Mm. Uh, I'd well, you, you can talk about him. I'm not too <laughs> sure if Matthew's probably going to listen. <laughs> sorry, Breno and I. Uh, look, it's not the worst. Like, if he's priced at 45, like, there could be a little bit of an improvement, but, like, how much? Like, are we expecting him to go to a 60? Probably not, but I mean, he's fine. Like if he's pumping you out fifties, he's a fine placeholder until something else pops up. So um, yeah, don't hate it, but I don't know. Five eights also pretty, pretty gruesome. A bit like hooker. It's like you pay for Brown or you run KOX as your five eight one. Yuck. Well, also yuck. We'll talk about um, the Canberra game later, but like I wasn't even, especially the first 40 minutes of that game. I was like, well, KOX is going to be playing reserve grade. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we won't potentially for round one anyway. Um, we talked about Bostock forty two with a try. I mean, he's going to need attacking stats, isn't he, to to be super coach relevant? But can he get them? They've got a really nice draw, the Dolphins. So uh, again, we're talking about the Dolphins though. So lots of question marks. 
I just want to ask you, what was it like uh, when you turned the TV on and saw that your prize 640k possession wasn't even starting? Fine with it. They're just putting him on ice, boys. They're just just resting up their best player to make sure that he's okay and ready to go. Um, no, I, I wasn't worried, only because I know that he's locked down seven. They're not going to bench the the guy they've just gone and paid marketing paid money for. 850k for. Yeah, just to, just know, to bench him. Maybe They're paying more than what Braino's paying in Supercoach for him. Maybe maybe Redcliffe Dolphins need that marquee signing to take their Q Cup team to the next level. Yeah, they do. Maybe. No, I'm not worried. I think he's fine. Um, Azarko, though, he's not. We talked about him last week. Again, confirmed again this week. I think he got 22. Uh, more frostbite for him. He's gonna. That, that's two frostbites in two weeks for him. That's that's going to be tough to recover from. I've never um, seen a man. I've never seen a man need gloves uh, in Redcliffe. <laughs> but we might have to buy some for Azarko with that. With all those cold hands, he's going to be getting. That's it. It's still summer as well, poor bloke. Um, and Gilbert's ACL. We, we spoke about that a little bit at the start, but um, you, you floated the idea of Valens Tafari uh, <laughs> potentially playing at lock. How good would that be? Just give it a race down there as well. Yeah. Th- there was a lot of concern over uh, Hamiso only scoring a six-pointer. Uh, only played about 20 minutes or so. Um, not too stressed about that if you're an owner. Um, looks like Cody Nicorima maybe have, has won the... The starting spot over over you know our preseason love love interest and I use the term our very loosely. Um, Isaiah Katoa. <laughs> um, I thought Colin Lemuelu looked really good. Uh, considering he had a, he had a really bad injury last year, came back and and performed really well. Uh, Brayno and I are both in the physios sort of Patreon chat, and he was you know over the moon with with his return as well. Um, but I, I was going to say let's talk about the elephant in the room. But there's a couple. Uh, JMK played the full eighty, which is nice. Uh, only scored a 26, though. I wish I paid more attention to him to kind of work out why this was. But you know why I couldn't? Because I couldn't fucking see him anywhere. What was he? he was where was he? Yeah. He, he, like, it's like he was hiding out in the wing on defense. It, yeah. I, I, it is I was crazy. big on JMK. And I know you, I was with you, Matrix. Um, I was big on him. Now, I mean, maybe he's still in. I think he's still in 11 or 12% of teams. Mind Mate, I've still got I've still got tickets selling for the JNK hater train. You're more than welcome to. I don't know whether some. I want to jump on that train just yet, but um, yeah, I tell you what, if he if he continues like that, I'm concerned. But um, the good thing is he's not in my team, so I don't care anymore. Cody Nikarima hooker jewel. I haven't looked at him all yeah, season. He is, but, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, stop it! Don't fight that idea. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the big elephant in the Any room. When when Asako gets dropped for VT dubs, I mean Asako Asako might have to go to hospital with with frostbite and have to get those fingers amputated. So maybe there's a couple of weeks when Nickarima can go here. Um, no, look, obviously let's 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 touch on the elephant in the room in, in Tom Gilbert going down. Um, Tom Flegler played big minutes. I will actually pull up my tweet on him because the stats weren't uh, amazing. But obviously played big minutes and then the, the whole debate does come down to is he going to play big minutes because of the injury or was that just you know him rotating through? So Tom Flegler registered 56 minutes in the trial against the Warriors and he scored 52 points. Um, pretty much in line with what we think his PPA, uh, PPM is. We always think yep. he's a, a one to slightly below one. Um, in the last three years, he's only played more than 56 minutes three uh, four times. So pretty much it was the fourth time in three years he's ever gone that big. Um, he's priced at 47. People are thinking he's just going to walk into a 60-minute role. Like, that's not how middle forwards work. You don't spend three months training. Like, people need to understand if he was there to play 50 minutes and then they're expecting a 60-minute game, like, that's 
I don't know what my math is like, but that's like a 20% increase, something like Not that. Like, Not a chance. You don't, you don't just pick up 20, 20% more workload in, in one week because someone goes down. Our concern with Flegler was always Mark Nichols, Jared Wallace, um, who else played on the bench. They, they've got a lot of bench. I probably should have been more prepared with my little hater rent. Um, I mean, Corfusi played on the bench. So you've got Corfusi or Lemuelu um, that's probably going to drop out of that starting side. You've also got, yeah, Br- Br- Jesse Brummage as well. Like, we've said... Let me tell you what's going to happen. Kenny Brummage is going to play lock and everybody else is going to do exactly the same fucking thing. And Lemuelu, who started on the bench, he will start on an edge. And that's that's pretty much... I reckon that's how it's going to play out. Kenny Brummage well, did this a little bit last year too. I think Flegler picks up minutes. I think it's three, four. Yeah. Not not mm. 15. Like, it... Pe- uh, People, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they just think that like one man goes down, so everyone else goes up. Like, they, there's no replacements that come in. Yeah. Like, that's just not how it works. You don't just pick up an extra twenty percent workload because one man goes down. Yeah. Uh, anything to add on on uh, on that matrix on the block roll for the Dolphins? No, not really. I'm just disappointed because Nickarima is not actually hooker jewel this year. Oh, he ha- he has a jewel, doesn't he? Um, uh, yeah, it's it's not hooker. Oh, damn. Was it Nick? Sorry, yeah, no. are we talking about Nick Arena? He's 5'8 fullback. Yeah, Nick Arena, oh, sorry. 5'9. Nick Arena's 5'8 fullback, even Fuck worse. Fucking at fullback. If he was, honestly, like, I am that dire at hooker that I might have even considered. I actually wouldn't hate it if he was hooker. <laughs> it Absolutely. wouldn't be the worst. Yeah, yeah. right. 100%. Like, if he was starting 5'8 and then, or, or halfback and then, yeah, hooker. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on, guys. If you are sick of bla- breaking glass bottles, I should say, um, accidentally sinking triple shots because you can't measure a pour properly, uh, maybe your beer's yeah. going warm, your coffees are getting cold, the Standard Squeeze have everything that you need to drink responsibly and also conveniently with their food-grade quality, plastic, and fantastic four-in-ones. So you can go to their website, thestandardsqueeze.com, and use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. Let's uh, do. Is there anything to mention here besides Deloise Hoiter for the Broncos? Forty beating Manly fourteen. Not really super coach relevant here. Both their teams are overseas. Brendan Takura is pretty big. He's a ben. big boy. Ben, oh, ben, oh, Ben, Ben, Ben Takura is pretty big. He's large. He'll, surely he sees some form of NRL this year. Oh, I that? think maybe over Origin. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the video or the photo? I think it was Darcy McDonald. Uh, interviewing him at the, and she was like, yeah. <laughs> needed a go go gadget arm to get the mic up to him. Big boy. Uh, yeah, not not a whole talk about in this game. Um, nice to see the Broncos winning. Um, Brad Parker yeah. getting a try. Yeah. That um, doesn't sound like you. Uh, whatever, I'm gonna be positive. I just I just shit on the the the, the, the Dolphins for about ten minutes. So I need to give some kind of positivity. Um, Brad Parker scored a try, which was cool. Um, Hank Scorpion. What yeah, yeah. What did what did Phil say? Oh no, I was, I was going. Did Phil say he'd play Origin? But that was that was Burbo. Uh, oh, I don't know. I really don't. Also, know. I think Phil Phil just said that he might bring him into his team, but I think he was taking the piss. Look at all these. Like this is just like a reserve grade team, and then you've got Torfor simply there, who's suspended for the first four weeks. It's just rolled out with a bunch of kids and just dominate. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dream. How good's that? I think everyone, and I, I think I tweeted this like back in like mid December. Everyone that's like in love with Gordon Kentung Tong, like I think Jamie Humphreys is the guy. Like Jamie Humphreys is really good. Um, he's bulked up a lot, defended really well, can play hooker, can play half, probably can play center if need be. Um, really like the look of him. 
Um, baffling that Brennan Wakeham was playing first grade last year. Absolutely baffling that that was a thing. Uh, well, he that, played his best game ever. He played a career game in front of Matrix at Suncorp Stadium at Magic Round last yeah, year. And I, that was I got sensational. That, three messages from him that game. Do you know, do you know how good Brennan Wakeham was in this game? <laughs> Loved him. Um, Apart from that, not much in this game to talk about. Two, two, two things. Two things I want to bring up, and it's manly related. So I've been waiting till now. If you have 270K and you can bring in Tua Picky or Burbo, but you can only have one at the moment, Burbo. which one? Yeah, it's Burbo. Do you think yes. he stays? Like, But do you think maybe he goes back to like 15 minutes off the bench when? I don't know. Like, everyone keeps saying that like Seabold rates Schuster. But like, are they just saying that to like keep the kids' confidence up? Like, is the coach really going to s- come out and say, "Nah, don't rate that kid"? Yeah, that's what I'm like. I, I don't want to sit here and just rag on players from an NRL standpoint. Like, I'll I'll shit on them from a super coach standpoint all day long. But like from an NRL standpoint, like he's just he had one great year in 2021, and then from then it's just been like selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I think everyone's probably thinking the great year came in the back row on the left edge. So they're thinking, well, you know, same kind of position. He could be outside Luke Brooks. Is a, you know, but again, I mean, if you can't do it outside Kieran Foran. I'm very uh, cautious about I'm very cautious about ripping the players after I saw what the Pelicans did to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I don't want the Manly team to, to, to find this video and take an edit. <laughs> oh, honestly, how no, good is that, though? That was could, one of the best social be media locker, videos I've seen. Locker room. You could use it. They could bring that to the locker room to bring them motivation if you want to give them a chop. But one thing I am going to let rip a little bit as a Broncos fan and it's all you got it's all the guys that don't watch Bronco games and you know I've been to a couple Queensland Cup games and stuff I quite often get disappointed in Blake Moser I think that he is our fourth best hooker at the club and that is just honestly yeah he loves Pakes you watch any of our shows last year he's big on Pakes Yes, I haven't watched. I haven't watched much of Moser, but like you read the timeline, and Bronco fans oh. are like saying that he is he is the greatest hooker of all time, and he like he's he's better than Harry Grant. Yeah, like I know. So that's why a little while ago, that's why I started, you know, putting him in and started watching him. And I know, like, it was seventeen and eighteen year old playing Queensland Cup. He's only nineteen now, and he can develop, and I hope that he does. But right now, like everybody that. Oh, like, I get so many messages about Blake Moser. Like, it's crazy. And it's just, like, he is a year away from being maybe two years away at the moment, perhaps. Let the it's, kid be a kid. It sounds very, it sounds very similar to us and Tristan De Silva. Like, Tristan De Silva, yeah. mm-hmm. great player and will be a great player, but he's not ready now. He's still very green in defense, still makes a lot of bad reads. 
So yeah, I, I think Moser and, and De Silva are probably in that same category, and it's fitting that we're mm. you know the fan base of both those guys. But I mean, I was impressed by him. Um, and you can only play what's in front of you, and hopefully he does improve. Like Hooker is not a position where nineteen year olds thrive very often. Like Harry Grant mm-hmm. recently is probably the exception. He went to the Tigers and he did it in a very bad side, and you knew he was going to be good. If you can dominate in a bad side in your rookie year, you're going to be good. But obviously, when you're getting mentored by Cam Smith, it makes things easier. Um, but yeah, just just chill. Like middle forwards, it's hard to dominate so young. So Blake Moses probably another good example. Yep. yep. Speaking of Harry Grant at the Tigers, it's a shame he wasn't there for this one. Uh, Dragons 34 beat the Tigers 18 in this game. Trials don't count, though. So Trials don't, you know trials don't count. Nah. In saying that, though, I have two grand final tickets I purchased last week prematurely that I'm um, happy to sell that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we will buy them. Every, uh, I'll, buy, out a couple I'll of times buy one. We won the preseason well. challenge. I'll, so we, I'll, come, I'll come. We won the preseason challenge. We've, we talk about stacks We've been winning by an average of 30. We, we talk about stacks a lot. Um I don't know about you, but I'm pretty keen on the Moses Suley, Jaden Sewer stack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good was Suley, though? Like, Mate, un- unreal. He was awesome. But again, do we take anything from this knowing they were playing the Tigers? <laughs> I mean, also, probably we, not. we lost Olam quite early, um, which made outside, like, Naden is a terrible defender. Charlie Staines is Charlie Staines. Like, Olam was good when he was on and he ran the ball well. Uh, and you can see that he was a you know a big positive for us, but when he went off, we fell apart. But that left hand side for the Dragons was elite. Um, I would be concerned about buying Jaden Sewer. Like I can see the appeal, but um, it's basically been confirmed that he will shift to the right. He said after the game he prefers to play on the right, um, and Lucci will come straight into that left hand side, which probably kills our RFM. Like that that just puts a nail on the coffin for Raymond Vitalamara. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so. Um... I mean, we talked a little bit about Little at the start. We won't touch on him again. Um, Sullivan and Caesar shared the kicking duties in this one as well, um, like in play. So again, for anybody holding Caesar, maybe it's just not the the player we're looking for now at that kind of three hundred and what is he three hundred and thirty k or something? Yeah, not goal no, kicking. I'm, I'm done. Pretty often done now. Him with Caesar. Um, let's chat about Lockie Galvin. Like Benji was blowing smoke up his ass all preseason, and we were wondering. Is that just a, a coach trying to pump you know, his young kid up? Like, he's the real deal. Like, Benji Benji said age is just a number. If you're good enough, you're old enough. And he's good enough. Like, he looked really good. He can play six. He can play back row. He can play center. Um, he runs a really good line. He will start. Don't ask me when. He will start eventually. And then the question is, for 70K cheaper, can he match or even go within five points of a KO week's? My opinion is from what we saw from KO Weeks over the two trials in the last fortnight, I reckon he could. Uh, the Everyone's going to pick Weeks though because he'll get named next week. But I reckon it, next week, get it? Um, but there's a there's maybe some trap vibes there for, for him because what happens if Ethan Strange gets, let's say he gets suspended, he comes back from this suspension. Let's say it's two or three weeks, right? And he comes back and just takes Weeks' spot and Weeks is playing reserve grade and you're fucked. Like there's there's it a lot might, of risk picking him yeah. now. I'm it might actually, not take days. It might take weeks, but um, I don't think he'll be. <laughs> I don't think. It, honestly, Chevy Stewart got dropped for doing a KO weeks out there. Yeah, and I think I think if Ethan Strange didn't pile drive someone, um, he starts. I generally I generally do think that. Uh, in saying that, I'm going to be starting with Galvin over weeks. Uh, I can do with the cash. I can think they can go close, yeah, especially like, like utility like utility weeks. Um. Non-super coach, like I'm so keen for Luai. 
Like we're, we we're just look lost in their in the opposition twenty, don't we? People are saying like, "Oh, Luai is not a game manager." No, he's not. But we have no issue getting into the opponent's twenty. Like that whole game, we just rolled through. We have a good forward pack. We have Bateman. We have Papaliti. We have Utoya Kamanu, uh, Clemmer, and Fenil Bole. Like we just rolled through them all game, and then we get to the fucking ten meter line, and it's like, "Hey, Alex Safarth, here's a one out ball." Hey, David yeah. Clemmer. Here's a one-out ball. Uh, Luai is going to be so good for us. Um, in saying that, uh, Coruscant, 30 points, played about 55, 60 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't keep him out of our uh, our in goal. They, they just kept scoring. So for a guy like Appy, we just didn't – I don't know. I'm not overly worried about it. Appy's still in my team. I still probably plan on keeping him there. Just price, I mean, the, the guy's goal-kicking as well. And, yes, the argument does become can the Tigers score enough points to be relevant – Last year, Josh, I think you threw a stat at us. Sorry, like during the preseason, that last year the Tigers scored how many tries? Seventy-one or seventy-two tries for the season. In the last, in the last three years, we averaged seventy-one. Um, so divide that by twenty-four, it's about three a game. Three tries. He kicks at eighty percent or sixty percent. So let's say he kicks two out of three. It's an extra what four or five points as a bare minimum from what we're going to get from him from last year. He's the point of the attack for the Tigers. It'll click eventually. We're I was looking at say, the second try. If we have no fucking attack. Uh, we, we're forced to just go crash ball. One of them will pay off, and Appy will yeah, get a try. We'll get there. Yep, hundred percent. We saw I don't that in week one. Delve deep into the stats, but I was comparing Harry, Harry Grant to Appy Coruscant's scores last year, and then trying to add like the eight to ten points I think that he can get from goal kicking. And he's only a couple hundred points away for the year, and he's two hundred k cheaper. I just I can't see, like, even though I think the Tigers are bad, like they were bad last year too, so it's a good comparison. They're going to be bad again this year. Um, just adding the goal kicking, I think, is enough for me to add Appy. If Appy was passive in attack, I wouldn't want him. I'm not just picking him just because he can put the ball on a tee, um, but he is the attack for the Tigers. If anything is really going to happen, it's going to happen through Appy at some point, especially if we're close to the line. So... Uh, yeah, look, it's either Harry Grant, Appy, or just punt Hooker completely, I reckon. Are we concerned? I know that you said he's the focal of our attack, um, but I read this in a group chat, and I just want to confirm it before I do say it on air. I think Appy only had, like, one run the entire game, which, you know, is a concern, obviously. Are, are we yeah, worried about that? I mean, yes, but <laughs> do I think it's going to be that much of an impact uh, I'm just trying to find ways where I don't have game, to... Yeah. 14 run meters for Appy. I'm trying to find a way to save myself 180k. And uh, get, get, you, you're making it hard for me, I'll tell you that much. But it's... it's uh, Appy's making it hard for we're you. Talking about, we're talking about Hooker. That's it. And I don't know whether I want to pay up Harry Grant and Appy's the next best option. Jareen Buller. I can't wait for him to leave us. He deserves so much better. No, don't say that. Don't do that to me. Um, do you think Fanua Pole did anything to put his hand up and say maybe I should take the thirteen back in this game? No, I, I mean not not the thirteen. He's he scored the same amount of points as Alex Safarth without the try. Like he had seventy three yeah. points with the try. Um, I think Benji Benji has openly spoken about him wanting to keep like first team standards on the bench. And is is Fanua Pole better than Alex Safarth? Yes, like. That's clear. Um, but I think the fact that we, he wants to keep some kind of structure to the team and, and have, not have a drastic drop-off would see Safarth start. Um, 
I'm not going to use the term must have for a Tigers asset, but 360k if he plays 50 minutes, like Safarth. Mm-hmm. 320. It's so 320. Sorry. Only uh, a average. Yeah, yeah, I've got Safarth too. I was just bringing it up. Yeah, only has yep. to average 42 to make 10, 10 points, which I think he can do. I mean, we got battered, and he still scored 36. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I think I think he's uh, – the, the only question mark becomes we don't play round one where I've got the bye. So you're picking a guy based on a questionable role, and uh, we've got to wait until round two to see what's going to happen there. So there is a little bit of risk involved, but I still think he's uh, – I think he's going to start in the 13. So – it's always better to start with the player and trade them out than to not start with them and trade them in, because um, yep. that's you know two trades you'll eventually have to make the training back out. Whereas if you start with him, if you start with him and he sucks, then you can trade him out for one. So yep, yep, yeah, good point. Um, let's move on to the final couple of games of the week. But before we do, uh, Insight Unlimited is finally here. It's exclusive access to the team here at Insight Fantasy Sports. You get. Access to all of our thoughts. You can get inside our heads from final teams to trade thoughts, captains, exclusive member Q and A. And every single round, we're going to be doing this as well and much more. This isn't just NRL either. This is AFL, NBL, and BBL as well. Uh, And also NBA if you're an NBA fantasy head. It's only going to cost you $25 for the whole year. So you can just jump in the Discord and uh, all the info is going to be there for you to get signed up. And if you, I, I guess if you want to know our final teams, we're going to be giving it to uh, all the Insight Unlimited members. We've been updating them on our team changes as we have gone through the season as well. So uh, worthwhile little investment there to get on top of your Supercoach competitions and win your leagues. Uh, Cowboys, this afternoon, 36 beat the Raiders, 26. What are we looking at from this one, Matrix? Is there anything here? I know we spoke about um, Cohen Hess going down. Maybe it's a good point to start because I tell you what, there's one guy screaming out for an opportunity. Yeah, look, actually the the Cowboys looked... uh, They looked good, I think. Like at the start, they looked a little rusty and I just started to think, Oh, maybe it's just the Cowboys of old, but Scott Drinkwater was insane. And like, do we just have to get Lukey into our team at that mid price? For me, yeah, I've got Lukey. I reckon he's a lock. He uh, 471k, so he is that higher mid range option. But just looking at the role he's going to have, he should play 80 or you know close to it on the right edge. Like he, I've been hiding him for a couple of years now. He's a gun. I think he does. I mean, I think it was pretty telling that Finnafuiaki didn't play huge minutes today, um, and Todd Payton is still persisting with Jake Granville. So I think Finnafuiaki is probably not going to make the seventeen, which would just give eighty for Lukey and Nenai. I mean, Lukey did have some discipline issues today. Uh, he considered two penalties back to back, but still scored forty five. <laughs> Very true. The pain matrix just went through to say that the Cowboys look good. Um, <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> You were trying to find a way around it. It was good. Very impressive. <laughs> yeah, no, um, good. You mentioned Drinky. Three line break assists, three try oh. assists, only scored 60-odd. That's what we're going to get. Um, don't, I won't no, ask Josh this because he's going to trigger don't this, don't, don't fall into this trap of being like, well, Drinkwater can't score without attacking stats because I hinged my entire personality on that and that went very well <laughs> last year. Um, he has no base, but it doesn't matter because he just he just pumps out attacking returns. For fun. He's him. Yeah. He is him. Um, is Morgan Smith is him? 25 in 25 minutes. The Blake's just a workhorse. Um, I think when you look into his stats, he had a game in where he had 19 runs in the Super League and made 60 odd tackles in the same game. There was also talk. There's also like obviously the big concern preseason was the fact that he was going to battle with Corey Horsburgh, 
but it seems like the Raiders are like massive on him and Corey Horsburgh is just going to go back and play prop. Josh Papali'i is pretty happy to come off the bench. He said that multiple times. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Tarpany Horse, you know, off the bench, rotating with Papali'i and Gula, you know, and, and you know, whoever else Ricky decides to chuck in there. And I think Smithies can play 55 minutes. Like I wasn't keen on him at the start of the preseason, but yeah, I mean, I was really impressed and all the talk out of the Raiders is he is, he is also him. And you can all you can play him in your seventeen and not really have to worry. I think if the if the role's there, I've got him in mind at the moment. He's only three hundred and forty five k. We're we're scrounging around trying to find every cent at the moment to because these cheapies aren't popping up. And this guy could honestly be six hundred k at the end of the season if he gets the role. Now, is that going to happen? Who knows? But if he gets fifty five minutes, I reckon he could easily average fifty eight. So, yeah. get him in your Fine. team. Honestly, now, like I'm in the car in the middle, rolling around looking for Macca's money at the moment. Like it is grim out there. I am looking for every five cent piece right now, and like just going one of those 420k guys to Morgan Smithies was a godsend. Do you remember when ice cream cones were five cents as well? By the way, those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Five cents. Yeah, remember uh, we're a bit older than you. I was 40 seconds. You've had it yeah. easy. Um, what's the worst case for Smithies? Like average wise? 45. Sweet. Yeah. 10 points. Like 10 points at the worst. Um, yep. so I'm pretty keen. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cohen has going down. Now, we, we saw one man put his hand up today that isn't even in the top 30. Uh, Thomas McKayley. Oh. Now, what's he priced at, Josh? Because you, you're, you're throwing 500 make, different teams at us I, in about two I hours. Make, I make some stinking calls, but this wasn't one of them. Uh, I, t- I tweeted back in uh, early, early January when Tanua Brown went down. Um, I said, McKaylee could be like in the rotation. Um, and all the Cowboys fans were like, no, no, he's wash. Like he was a tiger and I thought he was like, okay. Like he was getting somewhere and then went to the Super League, did nothing. Um Came back and looked unreal. He's 238k, same price as Hughes, same price as Henry. Two tries, like Hess went down. I mean, McLean sucks. Bench impact minutes is fine. Like, I'm really from, he showed us what he could do today. So you get that off the bench for 30 minutes, and he'd be in my team at that. You price. say that. You say that. Like he's a he looked like a really big try scoring threat today. He's yeah. never scored a try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, nah, we're not worried about that. 67 I think base... games or something, and he hasn't scored a try yet in an NRL game. I know it's 12 vibes approaching. But yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, we'll, we'll keep an eye out in TLT and see what that bench looks like and, and see whether he looks oh, if, like he's going to get minutes. If Granville's named, like he's he's straight in. If you had Henry, like I would swap McCallie for Henry in a heartbeat. Like yep. I would even potentially swap him and Willison to, for the extra 40K. Yep. Don't mind like is Wilson going to add averaging by four points? Probably not. Nah. I don't know. We're, we're predicting minutes here at the moment, and it's it's hard to know with the Broncos because we only saw one week. Um, and we didn't see any of Willison for the Broncos either because he played in the All-Star game. So yeah. there's, yeah, too many. It, there's a, a bit going on there, but they're pretty high on him. So um, let's move on to the Titans and the Eels, boys. The last one of today, and then we'll touch on the Panthers' results against Wigan. Um, but... Keeney looked decent. Like I didn't realize how small he was. Guy's a yeah, little pocket rocket. Not a big boy. Similar to Jason Campbell. Similar mold yeah. to Jason. Um, yeah. Very small. But he boy. looked but, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's good. He's good. The only good unfortunate point is, that, yeah, good fantasy option, absolutely, but he's fullback only for super coach, and you're not going to put him in uh, to start the season with so many good fullback options. You might, you might not even get um, a price rise out of him. Like, you might not even get a price rise because J- JC said he's going to be back, trying, trying to be back around four. Uh, yeah, and they have a buy Tracking in. well? Uh, yeah, tracking well, of course. Uh, they have a buy in round two or three, um, so you wouldn't even get a price rise out of him. Yeah, yeah, no vibes. Uh, also, no vibes for Keenan Palacia. Um, fuck, I was I was praying for something good from this bloke because um, I really need that front row forward option. He is dual dud. as well. Great dud. Pure ass. Uh, terrible. And hey, Matrix warned us as well. 21 minutes, yeah. 11 points in the fucking middle forward. What is... Yeah, disgusting. Hey, Matrix warned us. He said, no, nah, no one really rates this bloke. He didn't do anything at the Broncos and we thought, no, he's going to the Titans now. Didn't come off. Like, like yeah, like he plays football and he's fine but they would have kept him like they kept Corey Jensen instead which is possibly the most mid move in the world like there's your answer yep all right let's move on to this because I don't know the answer hopefully one of you do I don't know whether we do though hands versus Lussick it's not any clearer is it nope I think it's hands I, I was not impressed by Lussick at all do you, I mean, so when Lusick was playing at the back end of last year, hands got dropped at that point and Lusick was playing the nine. Does that show Brad Arthur's hand a little bit? Look, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard because like Brennan hands was not expected to play last year. Josh Hodgson was. And I, I feel like everyone knew that something was going to be bad except the Parramatta Eels. Um, so <laughs> Brennan hands was not expected to, to play. And I think Lusick was still playing in the Super League, so he was still like match ready or match yeah, sharp. Mid season signing, wasn't he? And we saw today that the Super League is obviously the Premier League, so their form is taken much more seriously than ours. But mm. I am happy to 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 discredit that because I don't think he was expected playing. He was sort of chucked in and Brad Arthur just said, Please don't fuck it up. Just just be fine. Dylan Brown uh attending the fiddler didn't help. The whole cohesion was out. Um, and that probably affected hands a little bit. Lusick was fine. Um, I thought his service was pretty poor, and hands offered a little bit with his running. Had a nice kick down the field. Like these are small things. I don't know what's going to happen. Is Brad Arthur next week is going to say, "Yeah, no, I'm still sticking with 80 minutes," and then TLT rolls around, and then they fucking name the two of them. Yep. Yep. That's a hundred percent what's going to happen, and we're going to end up with Danny Levi. Oh, as a playable guy, because we've got Appy Coruscant as our starters. That's exactly what's going down. Rolling out Daddy Levi. Fuck. A <laughs> um, couple of comments about Jermaine Hopgood in the chat. Fuck, he was He's good him. today. And look, we we knew this, right? But Shock horror. Shock horror. Know, He's a good football player. <laughs> He's so good. But... You can't... Can you start with him? Like, when, when we're so scrapped, like, we're... we're Basically, the bottom of the barrel is dry from us trying to find this coin. And then you're going to go and pay up for Hopgood. I just don't know whether it's a smart move when you're like, is he going to score a try every week? No. So, um, yeah, look, Hopgood was great and he's definitely a target for the back end of the year, but I don't think you have to, you, you can't start with him. Um, boys, anything else on this one before we talk about the Panthers? Um, uh... Not really. Like, Clint Gutherson looked really good. Good. Like we know that he's good. We think that he'll average in the sixties. Um, I still don't think he becomes an option. Um, 
I don't know, Sam Verrill's, like the minute split kind of with Randall. I sort of expected Randall to sort of drop out completely. I know that that's TLT dependent, but I thought Sam Verrill's might have, you know, been getting a little bit more involved than that. I think the big talking point is big uh, big Sean Lane. Demoted to the bench before kickoff and Tulagi came on. was not good. Um and then Sean Lane came on in the second half, scored 26 in 40 minutes, which was nice. Um, Tuilagi rotated through the right edge as well. Are we concerned or, you know, the fact that he was named to start is promising enough? Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried at all. Um, they're not going to pick Kelma Tuilagi over Sean Lane. You know, that's just not going to happen. Um, have you checked your um, Have you checked your mailbox recently? Have you got your invite for the, the Cardi party in 2024 again? Oh, fuck off. No, I'm not. I've never attended a party like that. Are you uh, just pick, I should have last year. Are you just going to pick Matt Dory again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably. That was the single most worst decision of my Super Coach season last year. Yeah, ruined career it. like seasons. Actually, could be up there. Actually, no. There was one point I, I paid nine hundred and sixty nine thousand for Turbo, and then he came back, played one game, got seventy, and then busted his shoulder and was out for the season. So, yeah, that that was up there last year with one of the one of the worst decisions. But yeah. Um, Let's let's move on to Penrith and Wigan because there, there were some interesting things to take from this game. First of all, Taylor and May on the left, Targo on the right. We saw that. But obviously with Taruva going down, we spoke about the injury a little bit at the start. I, I wouldn't be banking on him missing too much time. The hope was maybe that May was going to move to left wing and we would see your boy Paul Alamotti turn up. And oh. uh, I think those dreams are dashed, boys. Yeah, they are. Um, before we spoke about Morgan Smithies being him, uh, Bevan French is him. He just oh. is. Did you guys wake up to my text message this morning? Did you guys wake to my text message this morning? It's like, did you guys get on Bevan French at any time try scorer? And then Nearly, that one was, was just half, half an inch off. Um, oh. you know, so, like, I posted on on X this morning. I was like, before Manly signed Brooks, I'm sure Bet, I'm sure French would have taken a, a lesser contract just to get back here. Um, I mean, before we signed Sullivan, we needed a six, and the, the Raiders, obviously, they're, like, up in the air with the six. Like, Bevan French could do a, a whole lot worse. And, like, I think it's it's good for these kind of players. Like, Jackson Hastings is another one. Like, these guys that come through the NRL way too young don't – I wouldn't be surprised to see Brady, Brady Croft come back over, similar to Aiden Caesar when he's, you know, mid-30s and just carve out a good role. Like, these young spine players that are, are way too young get thrown into the spotlight and get – you know, eating out to dry. I, I honestly thought Kyle Flanagan was super league bound in in a similar route. Like, go back mm. there and just get your confidence back and come back. Um, I mean, Jai Field's another one. Jai Field was exceptional last year for the Super League and had a great clutch play on Taylor May. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the, yes, the refereeing sucked. Like, we, we can all mm. say that. But people are trying to write Wigan off and saying that they didn't deserve it. Like, Penrith okay. had... Penrith had so well. much possession, so much field like field territory. Penrith had so many cracks at them, and they, and they couldn't break them. And the refs don't stop that. Like, yes, there was there was controversial calls. Like, I can understand that, but to say that Penrith like didn't have their chances is is ridiculous. And to take it away from Wigan is just is not not right. No, 
completely agree. They they played really well. It was a good game of footy. It was pretty grindy. The one thing that stood out for me was uh, with the obviously the lack of depth in the in goal. We didn't see as many grubbers in goal. We didn't see as many kicks in the opposition twenty. Cleary seemed to put it away, or the Panthers seemed to put it away in general, and they just weren't kicking for the first, what, 30 minutes of this game. Uh, and then miraculously, as soon as they put a kick through, something happens from it. Shock horror. Best player in the world puts a kick up, they get a try. Shock horror. No, but yeah, obviously the shorting goals, and Penrith obviously were just backing themselves to be like, cool, have the ball five minutes out, we're just going to tackle you for five tackles for 20 metres. Are um, we going to see that this year, though? That's the question. Are we going to see more of that? That will just take the tackle and you guys can go from five meters out here due to the fact that teams are getting better at that short dropout. Um, yeah, you could yeah, it could do. Especially a team like Penrith that they're happy to just do that do the, the dirty work for, you know, ten minutes. Um, absolutely. Uh, I I wouldn't be against it. We saw Cleary adopt it. Um but yeah, no one wants no one wants to talk about Wigan from a super coach standpoint. But yeah, look, I was super impressed with Taylor May. Fifty eight points, should have yeah. been seventy eight. Taruva yeah. dropped an absolute sitter. Um so yeah, I'm gonna say 78 points in his first game back in 16 months. Like, and really, he's 450k. He and people are like, 450k. People are people are sitting there going like, oh, I'd rather him on the wing or at right center. Like Matt Burton averaged mid 60s. Uh, Tyron Peachy averaged like 50. Um, yeah. and and Isaac Tunga obviously averaged like mid 60s as well at left center. So I'm not concerned at all. One nah, bit. No worries. No worries. We called him a lock in the last center wing episode when we talked about him. Nothing changes there. Um, if anything, it's nice to see him come back and do what we expected of him. It makes him even more of a lock for me. Um, people are saying, oh, there's a there's a question in the chat about glue hands peachy inside him potentially if Taruva misses some time. That's only going to be for a game, maybe two games max. I think Taruva is going to be back. He he could e- easily slot in for round one. So I'm not I think they, I think they played Melbourne in round one as well. So I was like, if, if he sucks, he was going to suck anyway. So fine. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, Dylan Edwards was good in this one, Matrix, but you're not really a super coach classic option anyway, but definitely a smoky in uh, in draft. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I really like Dylan Edwards in draft because you can probably wait until like the fourth round. Um, I actually saw Gutho even go in the third round um, because they seem to go really top heavy and you start to see, you know, in that first round, uh, four or five fullbacks go and then people start to focus elsewhere so yeah dylan edwards i love for draft but are you excited for for next year now that you know the super league is the superior league uh, we're going to be doing super league super coach and um yeah and no, i'm really excited to talk about bevan french a lot more i'm really keen to tell everyone that abbas Mas- maskey is is needs to be in your <laughs> round one team so does kate ellis another another name from the past <laughs> Who's leaving? Titans cult hero Cruz leaving. Get him in. Oh, Adam Karen. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that too was many. I was very fucking surprised to see. There's yeah. too many supers in that though. You can't call it Super League Super Coach. No, it's just Super League Coach. Super League. Yeah. Um. No, I mean Isaiah Yo was immaculate. Like he was. Isaiah, just, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Nothing else really to, to talk about there though. Um. Uh, Liam Henry. Will... Liam Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm off. I mean, his bum must have been really warm for that first half. He didn't play the entire first half and then played 27 minutes in the second half. He scored 22. Um, I mean, after today, after, you know, Thomas, the new Lolo McKayley, I'm very happy to swap him out. Yep. Yep. Well said. Um, and look, there's going to be. Thomas, did you know Thomas McKayley went to Kebra High, the same as David Feeder, Tanner Boyd, and Payne Haas? Yeah, they're in. Has to happen. 
Um, boys, uh, before we answer the questions, we'll get around to uh, Ryan from Astute Newstead. Guys, if your rates are above 6.2%, you want to buy a new home, maybe you want to refinance your existing mortgage, you can reach out to Ryan at Astute Newstead for an obligation and cost-free inquiry. You go to his link tree, Hammond's Home Finance. It's in the link in the description below. Hit him up, let him know that we sent you, and he'll look after you. Um, guys, let's cover some of these questions. We've got some good ones coming in. Uh, Anthony McElroy is not impressed with Ethan. Bloody strange. Uh, almost ready to give Dylan Brown the flick for him. What are we thinking? How long is he going to get suspended for? I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say two weeks, maybe because he'll take an early plea. What do we reckon? The yeah, super, think... the super coach in makes is a five hundred dollar fine, um, and he's right to play round one. Um, but the realistic is probably, yeah, probably two or three weeks, and there'll need to be an investigation. Ricky, Ricky Stewart won't be very happy about it either. Um, he's already he's already blown up the Jacob Gagai could use uh, the All Stars game as a as a as a write off, and Nick Cottridge couldn't. Oh, sorry, Sam Chris couldn't, which I think is a fair point from Stiggy. That is a fair point. Yeah. I'm on Ricky's um, side with that. Are you in the two to three week camp metrics? Yeah, I'm probably one to two. Um, obviously, he hasn't Good offended first, before. Yeah, it's his first yeah. offense. Do you think? Yeah, if first move. Do you think if he gets Dave Fafita as his lawyer? Um, It'll it'll work six weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. That was the best fucking NRL story. Last <laughs> we were we were live on the podcast looking at the updates. That was a great episode. I've never felt like Ace Attorney more than that moment. <laughs> Judge Judy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Tom's asking, is it okay to fade Sean Lane? No, no. I, I, I mean, don't think Sean, we're on board with that. Sean Lane. Um, he would have scored 54 if he played the 80. Um, do with that information. No, sorry, 56. Do with that information what you will. And that's with no attack. We know. Yourselves. Yeah, there's every chance he plays 80 more often than not. So, yeah, I'm agreed. Um, uh, Jack's asking us any must-haves under 250K. Fuck. <laughs> Jack, not, if you know not any. Not Liam Henry. Slide <laughs> to our DMs if you know any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. Denny Levi, this uh, right? Yeah, it's very sparse. Came Bradley. Sure. Um, no, look, in all seriousness, let me quickly pull up my team and I'll see if I can list off any names that have any kind of relevance. Um, obviously, Sam Hughes is a, is a must. I mean, McKaylee d- definitely has come into consideration. Um, Viliami Fafita, we didn't talk about him. He didn't play huge minutes in the trial, but played enough in the Charity Shield, which probably was the only game that mattered to the Dragons. That I was fine to roll him out as my front row forward six. Um, Fafita was standing under the sticks more often than not, wasn't he? When the dragons just kept piling points onto the tigers, so work rate wasn't there. He was very hydrated, very hydrated for Fafita. He's getting those, those those drink breaks in quite often. Um, I mean, if you look, if you want to go Lockie Galvin over over Ko Weeks, like I'm not against that. Um, I think they probably average very similar. So I'm yeah keen on on Galvin, and then apart from that, you know maybe Kane Bradley. <laughs> like there's, it's pretty grim under that basic price. Yeah, I still so think good. Strange. Like Strange gets one or two weeks. I'm not burning a trade on it because I'm not playing. Yeah, I think I am. Even if he gets a couple weeks, I think I'm going to just sit him on my bench. Yeah, because I so, think he's better than Ko Weeks, and I think as soon as he's back, he's going to be in the squad or in the team. 17. So are you going to have him in center wing or 5-8? You're going to have him as your 5-8 too? No, I'm going to have him in center wing. Yeah. I'm yeah, as I well think there's, just, yeah. there's two other options at center wing that, that will generate money regardless. So you're probably just going yeah. with them. 
Um, Lecky wants to know, is Ezra Mam going to go to another level this year? Josh, we're not qualified to speak because we've kind of poo-pooed him all preseason. <laughs> Matrix, go on. Sell it. Yes, yes, but not from a super coach standpoint. I think that he does not have a very super coach game. I think he's elite player, elite ball runner. Um, even when you start looking at NRL fantasies, he does not kick the ball. Uh, you'll see someone like Billy Walters probably kick the ball more than Ezra Mam. Uh, basically a fantastic footballer, but should not be in consideration for either super coach or NRL fantasy. Mm, didn't think you'd say that. Good of you to be honest. Spicy, uh, he's, a, he's elite. Like I love watching him. He's one of my favorite players to watch. But like, yeah. Whereas, like, I do whereas with us, you know, I'd have Dream Buller over Turbo over KP. You know, yeah, a cat in most weeks. <laughs> Jeez, um, Adam King. Thanks for thanks for watching, mate. Uh, he thinks that any Tigers fans playing Supercoach should get some form of extra cash to spend Stop. as a form of sympathy. Very on board with that. Always uh, been a yes. big Alex I'm going... fan. Um, yeah, I'm a big Alex Safar for free. Actually. Yeah, just yeah. get us at Alex Safar for free and just let us use that cash elsewhere. That'd be nice. Um, 404 error page is still my favorite commenter in these shows. Uh, Hunt, Kafusi, Rudolph, and Hazelton seem to be the big fellas in the middle there. Hunt could be a decent shout. Um, so we've got the approval of the, the Royce Hunt fan club. Uh, Paul it's a, it's Bards wants. It's a huge club. It's a huge club. It is big. Yeah, we, it is. we meet every it's week. Three of them. Yeah. Um, will McInnes uh, have a, have to start three games at hooker after the season starts to duel? And usually, yes, that's that's how it works. And, uh, you know, we spoke a little bit about how good would it be to get duel, but more often than not, he's not going to start there. He's going to be relief for Braley. So they're not even going to recognize that as hooker duel. I wouldn't have said, Josh, am I right in saying that? No, nah, not unless Craig Fitzgibbon like, came out at a press conference today and said, Cam McInnes will play hooker this year. They, they won't change it, unfortunately. He's... Yeah. Is Will McInnes Cam McInnes's brother? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The, the, the question started with Will McInnes. Oh, like, right. Will Cam McInnes have uh-huh. to start three games? Yeah. Very good. Very so, good dad sorry, joke from you. Just wait. Thanks. You'll get it when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Was that like the other, what was the joke that went over your head last time? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I I it, 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 it was going down on a player. And I was just like, hey, I'll pause. That's right. Um, Josh T is dropping Marju to Herbie and then picking up Grant. Is that the play? You're asking. I mean, you're asking yeah. the, the right man in the in the in the far left. Yes. Uh, I look. I mean, I've already spoken about Herbie. I've got him in my team. But dropping Marju to Herbie. Are we reacting to this trial game that he got ten or whatever it was? I don't know whether I'd be overreacting to that too much. But with obviously the lack of cash that we've got at the moment, I think you probably need to find it from somewhere. And if it means getting someone, I'd probably rather drop down to maybe Val Holmes as opposed to Herbie. I'm just using that extra 100K. So if you don't need that cash, I'd probably go Marzu down to, to Holmes with the goal. Yeah, but if you go Marzu down to Holmes, I'm presuming you can't go to Grant. That's yeah, the problem. I, I assume like, so. I think I, I'd rather drop Marzu to Herbie than, yeah, and then have to have pick up Grant. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I think I think Appy and Marzu outscore Grant and Herbie. Yeah, if that's if yeah, that's I agree the, with that. Like if, you're, if you're looking at going Grant to if you're looking at Appy to Grant with the money you get from uh, Marzu to Herbie, I, I'd rather just run with with Mars. Like we like yeah. yeah, the the attack may drive a little bit, but like we still know that he's going to pump out mid fifties just by waking up in that morning. Like, and yeah, also we 
we know at the start of the season, the games are really congested through the middle of the field. They don't play that much expensive footy at the start of the season. It starts to open up a little bit when we get to, what, right, five, six. Uh, so it's a bit grindy to start. So, uh, you know, yeah, the wingers are probably going to get less opportunity to start, but they'll come good, especially a guy like Marju who gets that natural base. He bases 32, uh, 32 a game last year. That's elite in, in center wing. So um, to, definitely. To be completely be honest, to Josh, I'm still on hammer over over Herbie anyway. But yeah, I'm if you want to. After my live yeah. trade, I'm not on either. I'm not on either. After your live trade on the episode last week, I'm not on, I'm not on either, unfortunately. Mm. That's because you had to find like $2 million to get in Harry Grant. Uh, <laughs> can't wait to see your final team. Uh, would you start Hughes in front row I'm forward? Still, I'm still waiting to work it out. <laughs> um, Mark is probably asking the question we've all asked ourselves 15 times so far in the last maybe three days. Can you have Hughes as your front row forward too? Not off the trial. Yeah. Yep. You can. Okay. Yeah. Split, I, honestly, split I'm just fading front row now. I'm oh, just like so off it. I oh, think I'm like, spending 200K between Sam Hughes and to Tyrell May. I could spend 200K and get, I don't know, like Viliama Fafita to Sean Lane. Or like, of course, I've got Sean Lane, but I'm just, you could go to a picky picky to, um, to, <laughs> May. Um, I actually have a friend that's called Tua Piggy Piggy, so that just slipped out. <laughs> but um, realistically, I think you could spend the 200k elsewhere and the difference is going to be a lot more. Like, yes, you should not run Sam Hughes at front row forward, but because it's front row forward this year, I think you have to make a sacrifice somewhere. And if it's in front row forward, I even prefer that over sacrificing hooker. Yeah, we've spoken about it a bit, and I think we need to find cash somewhere. And front row forward and hooker are the two lowest upside positions in the game. It, it makes sense. To, if you're going to go cheap, you're going to go cheap there. Um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty keen on not spending more than like 450 on my front row forwards. Like, I think I've come around yeah. to that. And that's like not going ultra cheap, but that's like a, um, you know, Tavita Sola, Ta- Talon May, Royce Hunt for 330. Like, I'd much rather have Thomas Sam Hughes. Yeah, Thomas McKay, obviously. Um, I'd much rather have Royce Hunt as my front row forward two and then have your Sam Hughes as like a front row forward three, like a good, you know, 40 point backup yeah. if you need it. Um, but I, like, I wouldn't rely on him. And that was like my dilemma because I was like, if he goes down, who is your next man up? And if it's Willison or McKaylee or Henry, it's like, fuck, we're mm-hmm. hoping for a 30. Yeah, we're in trouble. Um, Safe Arthur, genuine option, Tom. Uh, yes, we've spoken about him. So rewind a little bit when we talked about the Tigers game. Uh, Braden Dunstan asking, would we pick Strange even with the looming suspension? You've answered that question, Matrix. You would. I don't think I would, personally. Um, I feel like he might be a good use of a downgrade, potentially, for cash, for maybe someone who doesn't perform early. If he comes back into this team, I can free up a bit of cash by getting Strange in when he does start. But something that was said in an earlier podcast from one of you fellas, I can't remember which one of you's, was like... it. It's not good to be banking in trades. And Strange was so much better than than Weeks. Like, like it was streets ahead. Like, they're not even in the same class of football player at the moment. Like, Strange created you, a little bit. Uh, go on. Can you remind me of what team he plays for? Who <laughs> his fucking coaches. <laughs> yeah, who's the coach of the Canberra Raiders? <laughs> I know, I know. But, like, I'm not probably not playing a 238K centre week one anyway. So if he's just sitting there and he gets his price rise in week four or five, I think I'm going to have bigger problems in my team come week four or five than 
Ethan Strange. Fair. So um, I'm, sorry, I'm Josh, looking at it from a sense of like, if it goes well, then fantastic. Cause I can probably do a tour picky to him. Um, but if it doesn't go well, he doesn't get named. Then I've got Tua Piki there who won't be an AE who I can move to someone who, who eventually pops up. Like, I just don't want to start with Strange and Tua Piki. And then by round four, they're both not there. Like, you'd rather just have one of them. Um, but like, if Ricky comes out and says like, oh yeah, sucks for the kid. He'll be back. You know, he'll be in. Or he's like, he says something like, oh, you know, he's putting pressure on weeks. Then, you know, we can have that discussion. But uh, until Ricky changes his ways, um, I will just, Play it by ear. Yeah. Do you think if he gets a two week suspension, we can ask the NRL to use Vegas as one of the weeks? Oh, yes. I'd love that. <laughs> logical. Very logical, considering they're not going to play there at all. Yeah. But we can try. We can try. Um, Ian Johnson is asking Laybutt or Taylor May. It's Taylor May by a country mile. Um, I understand that. Tar- the- Tarell May, maybe? Oh, I mean, um, he's comparing uh, centers. Yeah. So I'm assuming Darryl it's Taylor May. It'll be, it'll be Talon. Um, yeah, Laybutt, because I know he went well today. Uh, he scored a 81 today. Mm-hmm. So was impressive. Uh, Kyle Felt, you know, was carving up on that side of the field. Kyle, Kyle Felt had 109 points. Um, and if you're letting Kyle Felt score 109 points, you need to have a long, hard look at yourself. Yep. But they are I high on Laybutt. I think if you're looking for pods, like Labert isn't very well owned. I think if you're looking for pods, it's not going to be in a mid-price from the Panthers that we've seen touch, like, I don't know, what, 650K a couple years ago, like nearly 700K. Like if I'm looking for pods, it's not in Labert over a May. It's Labert over somebody else. Yeah, it is. And can I just, uh, I had a little bit of a mini rant um, today to the Inside Unlimited guys. And um, it was more centered around people just looking for pods for the sake of looking for a pod. Like, you're going to go lay butt, uh, Taylor made a lay butt just because Taylor May's well owned is just moronic. You know, the, the guy's well owned and these players are well owned for good reason. So, yeah, I, you've just got to follow the crowd for the majority of these good picks because they are good picks. The, the point of a pod is, is to make up ground. And a pod only works if it outscores the player. Like if you're, if you think that Laybutt matches Talon May, there is only downside for you, because if if May pops off, and Laybutt doesn't, you are screwed. Like I obviously avid FPL player, um, they use a stat called effective ownership, which is the percentage of owners around your rank that have a player, um, and anything you know around one hundred percent is bad. So picking a pod for the sake of like if you play Supercoach purely for vibes, purely for fun. Of course, do whatever you want. But if you're playing to like have a good rank and use that as like a medal on your chest to pin it on, like the template's boring. You know, we all have the same out of out of our 25 players, we probably all have the same 12, 13. I was going to say close like, to 15. I, yeah, I would say for like I would say for the like, the serious super coach group and the guys that are watching a trial recap, I assume a lot of you guys are serious. Out of 25 players, I would say maybe maybe 60 irrelevant. Like, and going out yeah. of that just for the sake of trying to be cool, um, it, it's never going to end. The rest well, especially, of it's a disaster. Especially at the start of the season. Like different yeah. when we're round 15, round 16, and you, when you're trying to make up ranks. But at the start of the season, just try and build a foundation. Um, you know, content creators don't pick everything right. But there's a reason why a lot of us have the same players is because we all sort of look at the game in that way. Um, we feel like a lot of these players will make money. 
and going against that for the sake of either one trying to prove a point or two just to be different never works. Nope. It's like I, nope. see, I see it on Twitter. Um, I, don't, I don't know about you boys. I see it on Twitter all the time. And people are like, oh, no, why is everyone picking my player? Or, oh, I sold him because his ownership's now too high. Like, it's not yeah. a reason to sell a player. I saw it someone be a good say thing, that about you're on the right track. Like, yeah, like, like I was actually hoping Hammer would be a pod because that was something outside of looking at any teams. That was just something looking at the draw and going, I'm going that guy. But when you see 18% of people, you're like, oh, well, at least if it doesn't go real well, I've got 20% of people around me. Like, But also, just remember that 20% still means that 80% of players don't have him. Like, yep. just because they're 20% owned doesn't mean that they're not a pod anymore. Mm. Like, you know, there's still plenty of players that don't. Um, Dylan Hardy's asking Curran or Salmon. Well, I mean, price dependent. They're very different prices. There's 150K between them. But now with the lack of cheapies, is it Salmon season? Is, is it the fish? Uh, is it his time to shine? This drastically depends on 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. If we open the app and mm. see Josh Curran's got a nice little FRF in front of his name, um, changes a lot. For me, mm-hmm. but Just as it stands, at front row forward. yeah, as it stands now, it's 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 the salmon, yeah, the fish. and center wing is very valuable to have a guy yeah, that's going to play at lock. No, 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 not at all. But if he's going to start in the thirteen jersey, you can play him in the center wing. That's ideal for super coach. Um, let me just quickly check the live um, chat before we wrap this one up. Isaiah Yo is a pod. I mean, he's great today, but fuck, he's expensive for a he's reason at value. Yeah, that's right. You pay what you get. Uh, Matty G's asking us uh, Wally Lewis uh, or Alan Langer. I mean, it's got to be Wally. Yeah, I like he's got better bass. Like <laughs> beers, beers per minute instead of PPM. It's just yeah. beers per minute. That's it. I mean, um, do you do you? Sorry, Josh, before we wrap this one up, do you want to explain your Finnafuiaki take on not making the seventeen? Couple of questions around people thinking he might. Um, they ran two props in a second rower last year. Yeah, that was also Luki coming off an injury. Um, I yeah. just think with the full preseason, they run Nana and Luki, and then maybe like a McIntyre um, that can you know potentially cover in the back row if, if need be. Um, we saw Ruben Cotter play in the back row for Origin, you know, if need be. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Finnafuiaki named. Uh, I think he's a really good player, but it, it wouldn't shock me if he wasn't named on the bench um, this week. Well, sorry, next week. And- Yep. And last one for Matrix, is Corey Oates an option? 42 average with no tries last year. We know you're a big Oates, uh, Oates fan. Yeah, I am. And I just think as he ages a little bit, I do think maybe he starts the year a little rough and we do get him even cheaper again. Um, we do have a you know players breathing down his neck as well. Uh, I know for a fact that he took a, a big pay cut to sort of stay in Brisbane, uh, whereas he probably could have went elsewhere. Um, either he's backing himself or this is just where he wants to be and this is where he sees his career sort of, you know, coming to an end. I think he's 33. Um, that's pretty old for a winger. Um, but look, yeah, I don't hate it. I just think if I'm spending 450K, it's not really on Corey Oates. I'm sort of going May, a heap of cheapies and some guys more than 500K, but I don't hate it. Like Corey Oates is still really good. He's still prone to an error. He's always going to be prone to an error. Um, He's still going to be targeted a little bit uh, with that high ball, but I think he could score some tries this year, which he didn't last year. 
Can I just say as well, for you Step Brothers fans out there, I don't know anybody who doesn't li- like that movie, but why have I not seen a team name for Supercoach called Oats and Hose? Because that, that is a really nice team name. Just want was to Uncle that Kirby's out Oats last year? Oh, yeah, you were too. Was that your draft team or your normal Yeah, that was my draft team. team. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm more of a I'm more of a fall, us... I'm more of a fallen oats man myself. So oh, yeah, nice. so that you guys so I know that the the chat's sort of finishing, but can you guys let people know your team name maybe, or are so we just pain in my house for getting banned from the channel? <laughs> yeah, it's pain in it's pain in my house. Yeah, that's mine. That's, you'll, get, you'll, you'll get banned. It's gonna get it's and, natural and, selection. How to get banned in before round one? And, and if you pick four and twenty pies, you're on a thirty day ban. Pain in my house, <laughs> permanent ban. Um. Four and twenty pies, thirty-eight Ben. I've seen a Caesar few bench balls floating around. Yeah, ben, bench ball is very popular out there. Oh, bench, bench, the ball, bench ball's good. Bench ball's good. Yeah, I, yep. I need to pick a good one because right now it's Maxwell's maniacs, and he's not in my team, so I need to to come up with a new one. That's fair. I've, yep. I've gone um, with like I've gone with like cult heroes last couple of years. I mean, it was it was um, the Eisen Hoos when I first started. Um, then it was the Ramsey Resurgence, and then it was mm-hmm. the Elliot Emergence. Um, I'm, I'm gonna need. A cult hero. You had the Ramsey Rehabs there as well, didn't you? Yeah, the Ramsey Rehab. That was yeah. Ramsey Rehabs was last year. Um, yeah. I think the Rehabs dead, dead and gone. Unfortunately. Yeah. What about the fi- yeah, what about the fiddler on the roof? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. the main fiddler. Yeah, that, that yeah, seemed to be a popular fiddler. place. Yeah. Paying homage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very good. All right. That'll do us. That brings us to the end, guys. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe if you have not done that yet. We would appreciate that. We've got one more positional pod to come. We've got fullbacks, but we'll be live before then to do a full TLT breakdown. Uh, that's going to be interesting. But um, a, full, a full TLT breakdown, all, all of four teams. Yeah, all four teams. We're going to go in-depth. Um, but no, it's, it's going to be good. Um, Guys, if you're watching this on delay as well and you've got questions and you want them answered, drop them in the comments or better yet, join the Discord. Become an Insight Unlimited member. Only 25 bucks for the full year. You get all four sports access and uh, you can ask us anything. You'll see our final teams as well once, obviously, TLT drops. Um, we'll, we'll keep everything in there as well. And join the Insight SC World Cup as well if you uh, want to take on and be the best uh, in the world at Supercoach. Otherwise, that'll do us. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday night for another one. Until then, you've been listening to the Insight NRL show. Catch you later. Cheerio.